0: Hello, Pablo. You are listening to Three-Way Quizzo, a piss-poor approximation of a proper British pub quiz. Hello, Pablo. Hello, everybody else. Welcome to the Three-Way Quizzo podcast for the week of Sunday, May the 6th, 2012. Hello, everybody. If this is your first time listening, don't worry, I'm about to go through the rules. Rules, you see, because this is a game. This is a genuine Philadelphia-style pub quiz that you can play at home. Uh, If you're going to play against another team, this is the way it works. First of all, this is a written quiz, so don't go shouting the answers out. You can, but you will only be helping the competition. Also, there's going to be three rounds of questions. I'll ask the questions, I'll repeat them one last time, and then I'll reveal the answers. Then we go into round two, and then we do the same for round three. Whoever has the highest score at the end of all that will be your winner, all right? All right. Uh, A couple things to keep in mind about the game. There is something called a joker. A joker is like a blind double, right? You get to joker one of your three rounds, and when you do, all of the regular points that you got right in that round, they double in value. So if you got seven right on your joker round, you'll get at least 14 points. If you got eight right and you joker, you'll get at least 16 points. But there are some important things to remember about this joker. First of all, like I said, you only get to use it on one of your three rounds. Also, you do have to choose to use it before you hear any of the answers to the round. It is, after all, a blind double. So, no using it after you've heard the answers. And most importantly, only your ten regular points can double in value with a joker, alright? Bonus points, extra credit points, they never double. Just your regular points do. Uh, To get a bonus point or a point of extra credit, you do have to get the original question correct. So if I tack on a bonus question to question number one, and you get question one wrong, but you get the bonus right, that's not worth any points, because you have to get the original question correct to have a shot at that bonus point. Spelling is not all that important in this game, so relax. You're not going to lose points simply for misspelling an answer, unless, of course, the question was to correctly spell something. Also, um, you don't need to give me a full name unless I say otherwise, right? Just a first name or just a last name is good enough for the point. Um, If I forget to say otherwise, though, and like it's a question about one of the members of the Brady Bunch, don't just write down Brady. That's a terrible thing to do. What else? Um, Typically, there are six people as a team limit. But since you're playing at home or wherever the hell you are, do as you see fit. Also, there's no cheating. That means no books, or cell phones, or computers, or magazines, or newspapers, or e-readers, or anything of the sort. I mean, you can, but doesn't that kind of take the fun out of it? So no cheating. And also, sometimes I screw up, believe it or not. Um, Sometimes I make mistakes, sometimes I overlook a correct answer, so feel free to overrule me. I only ask that if you do overrule me or if you think that I am in error, please send me an email. Gloat and tell me how smart you are. The email address is 3 at gmail.com. That's the number 3-W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com, 3 quizzo. And most importantly, this is indeed a drinking person's game, whatever you've got. Here is to you, and you, and you as well. Um, Things are pretty good, considering the fact that things can go awfully wrong sometimes. So here is to things being relatively neutral. Cheers, everybody. And let's carry on with our game, all right? Round number one, question number one. Round one, question one, is about ham. Oh, boy, do I love it. Ham- Uh, Like the pig meat. What specific part of the pig does ham come from? Ham. Uh, And you don't have to give me like a specific butcher's term. You can just give me the analogous part in a human being. What specific body part does ham come from? And when I say specific, I do mean specific. For instance, if the answer were knuckle and you just wrote down hand, that would not be good enough. So please be as specific as possible when you say which part of the pig ham comes from. Question number two. Question number two. I'm going to read you four words, and here is the deal. There's a word that fits all four of them. It fits either at the beginning of all four of them, or it fits at the end of all four of them, and you get four familiar two-word phrases, okay? So... Your four words are light as in let there be light water water as in uh water water w a t e r noise like you kids with all that racket and lie lie and that's l i e light water noise and lie. Give me an English word that fits either before each of them or after each of them to make four familiar phrases. What word fits the bill? Question number three. Question number three is about the actor D. Wallace. D. Wallace, sometimes credited as D. Wallace Stone. Uh, You probably know her as the mom from E.T. That's probably her most well-known role. She also played a mom in what 1983 dog movie? So Dee Wallace, the actor who played Elliot's mom on E.T., in what 1983 dog movie did she also play the mom? Question number four, question number four, in which household product are you most likely to find a chemical in the class of chemicals called cyanoacrylates? In which household product are you most likely to find a chemical in the family of cyanoacrylates? And cyanoacrylate is C-Y-A-N-O-A. C-R-Y-L-A-T-E, cyanoacrylate. It is a class of chemicals, and in which household product are you most likely to find a chemical in that class? Question number five. Question number five. Name the new Mexican city famous for its eponymous hum, right? there's Some people say they can hear a hum there. And so the hum is named after this New Mexican city. Uh, This hum you may have seen referenced in TV shows like Unsolved Mysteries or The X-Files. So it's pretty famous. uh, In which New Mexican city do people claim to hear an eponymous hum? Question six. Question number six. Van Halen. The Van Halen brothers got together to form a band, and it's called Van Halen. In the course of that band's life, they have had three lead singers. Name one of the lead singers of Van Halen, and you get a point. Name two of the lead singers in Van Halen, you get a point of extra credit, and if you can name all three Van Halen lead singers, you get a point and two points of extra credit. So name the three lead singers of Van Halen. If you get one of them, you got yourself the point. If you get two of them, that's a point of extra credit. And if you correctly name all three, that's worth two points of extra credit. Now, please don't write down more than three possible Van Halen lead singers, because that's fishing, and you won't get any points for that. Question number seven. Question number seven. Political pundit. Bill O'Reilly, um, he is not just a dickhead on TV. He's also a dickhead in print. O'Reilly's latest book, which he authored himself, is subtitled "Where You Stand in the Age of Obama." The full title is uh, "Peas and Other Peas: Where You Stand in the Age of Obama." Right? So it's two different p words: peas and other peas. Where you stand in the age of Obama, name one of the two p-words, and you get the point. Name both p-words, and you get a point of extra credit. So, political pundit, and neither of the words is political or pundit. Political pundit Bill O'Reilly, his most recent book that he wrote all by himself, is subtitled Where You Stand in the Age of Obama. The title is uh, One P-Words and Other p-words. Name one of those two p-words and you get the point. Name both and you get a point of extra credit. Question number eight. Question number eight. What Nickelodeon television show was actually filmed at Philadelphia's public television station until production moved to Orlando, Florida? What Nickelodeon television show was filmed at At the studios of Philadelphia's WHYY, that is our public television station, this Nickelodeon show was filmed at their studios until production moved to Orlando, Florida. What TV show is that? Question number nine. Question number nine. Which often animated carnivorous marsupial is endangered because of a contagious cancer? Which often animated carnivorous carnivorous marsupial i believe it's the largest carnivorous marsupial nowadays um is endangered because of contagious cancer and question number 10 round number 1 question number 10 The United States and a bunch of other countries boycotted the Olympics in the year 1980. It was the Moscow Olympics. Why? Why did the U.S. and the other countries boycott the Moscow Olympics? What reason was given? For a point of extra credit, that was not the first Olympic boycott. Four years earlier, in 1976, 28 countries, most of them in Africa, also boycotted the Olympics. It was the 1976 Montreal Olympics. For a point of extra credit, tell me why did those 28 countries, most of them in Africa, boycott the 76 Olympics? So for the point, just tell me why the U.S. and many other countries boycotted the 1980 Moscow Olympics. And for a point of extra credit, tell me why 28 countries, most of them on the continent of Africa, boycotted the 1976 Olympics. All right, let's go through all of these questions one last time, just in case you missed one, or you just need a refresher. Round number one. Question number one, ham. Ham comes specifically from what body part of a pig? And like I said, you can just tell it to me in terms of that part of a human. Question number two light, water, noise, and lie, L-I-E. Give me a word that fits all four of them, either at the beginning of each or at the end of each, to make four familiar two-word phrases. Question number three, D. Wallace. Sometimes credited as D. Wallace Stone, she played the mom in the film E.T., and was also the mom in what 1983 dog movie? Question number four, In which household product are you most likely to find a chemical in the class of chemicals called cyanoacrylates? Question number five. Which New Mexican city is famous for its eponymous hum? A hum that is named after that city. I told you this was mentioned on Unsolved Mysteries and The X-Files. Question number six. Van Halen has had three lead singers name one of them and you get the point. Name two, you get a point of extra credit, and name all three for two points of extra credit. Question number seven. Bill O'Reilly's latest book, the one that he wrote just by himself, is P and P, Where You Stand in the Age of Obama. Name one of those P words and you get the point. Name both and you get a point of extra credit. Question number eight. Which Nickelodeon television show was filmed at WHYY Studios, Philadelphia's public television station, until production moved to Orlando? Question number nine, which often animated carnivorous marsupial is endangered because of a contagious cancer? And question number ten, why did the U.S. and many other countries boycott the 1980 Moscow Olympics? For a point of extra credit, why did 28 countries, most of them on the continent of Africa, boycott the 76 Montreal Olympics? All right, so that is it for round number one. Remember, if you're feeling very confident about round number one, if you think you got most of them right, you might want to use your joker. When you do use your joker, all of your regular points double. Your bonus points do not. But remember, if you use it on round number one, you don't get to use it for round two or round three. All right, so if you don't want to hear me talking while you're trying to think of the answers, and you don't want to hear the answers yet, press pause. And unpause the answers to round number one. Round number one, question number one ham. Ham comes from what specific part of a pig? I'm not sure if that's why they called it the hamstring or vice versa, but it's the thigh. The thigh of a pig is where ham comes from. Question number two light, water, noise, and lie. You thought it was going to be pollution, but it wasn't pollution. What is the answer? It's white. You have white light. White water, white noise, and white lie. Question number three, D. Wallace, a.k.a. D. Wallace Stone. She played the mom in E.T., and she also played a mom in, what, 1983 dog movie? She was in The Howling, but that's not really a dog movie. That's more of a werewolf movie, and I don't think she was anyone's mom. Uh, No, this was the movie in which she played the mom of Jonathan from Who's the Boss, a very, very young Danny Pintoro. And the film is... uh, Cujo. Cujo. They're locked in a car together and a dog is trying to eat them. Cujo is the answer. Question number four, the household product in which you are most likely to find cyanoacrylate. For instance, ethyl cyanoacrylate. You would find that in super glue. Super glue is made of that. If you just put glue, that's fine as well, but I like saying super glue. Question number five, question number five, it turns out. That there is a New Mexican city that is on the list of things that make you go hum. It's Taos, the Taos hum, Taos, New Mexico. Question number six, Van Halen. First they had as a lead singer David Lee Roth, David Lee Roth, and then the lead singer was Sammy Hagar, Sammy Hagar, and then the lead singer was Gary Cherone, Gary Cherone, And now they're back to David Lee Roth. It is a beautiful circle of life. Question number seven, O'Reilly's book, subtitled Where You Stand in the Age of Obama. It seems like kind of a false dichotomy. There are patriots and there are pinheads. The book is Pinheads and Patriots. He shows clearly that you can be both. And of course, that's just a joke. I don't think Bill O'Reilly is a Patriot. Question number eight, the Nickelodeon television show filmed at WHYY Studios, Philadelphia's very own public television station, until production of the show moved to Orlando. Um, I really can't shake the image of Terry Gross reaching up into a giant snot-filled nose to pull out a flag. Yes, it's Double Dare. Double Dare. Question number nine, the often animated, get it, carnivorous marsupial that's endangered because of a contagious cancer? It's the Tasmanian devil. Now you get it. Tasmanian devil. And question number ten, the U.S. and many other countries boycotted the 1980 Moscow Olympics. Why? Because of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Boy, that country can't get a break. If you think about it, Afghanistan has been at war long enough for sideburns to go out of style, come back into style, go out of style again, and now come back into style. That's a lot of war. Uh, For a point of extra credit, the 28 countries that boycotted the 1976 Montreal Olympics, they did so because of apartheid, for a point of extra credit. All right, so tally up your scores. Remember, you do have to get the original question right to get a bonus point. And also, if you jokered, only your regular points double. Bonus points do not, okay? So let's continue our game with round number two. Round number two, question number one. Round two, question number one. President Obama, uh, as is usual for U.S. presidents, delivered an address at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, and he answered the question, what's the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull? In a reference to his memoir, Dreams from My Father... A pit bull is what? So at the latest White House Correspondents' Dinner, President Obama answered the question, what's the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull? In reference to his memoir, Dreams from My Father, he said, a pit bull is what? Question number two. Question number two. It's about a French book. In fact, it's about the most translated French book, and I mean translated from French, not translated into French. The most translated French book ever was written by someone with a name, and please bear with me, my French pronunciation is, how you say, not so good. Um, What most translated French book was written by someone named Antoine de Saint-Exupery, The most translated French book in the world was written by someone named Antoine de Saint-Exupery. What is the name of that book? And you can give me either the title in French or in English. Question number three. Question number three. According to a hit song by the Trashmen, this is a 1963 song, what is the word? And for a point of extra credit, give me the actual name of that hit song by the Trashmen. So for the point, tell me, according to the Trashmen's 1963 hit song, what is the word? For a point of extra credit, what is the name of that song? Question number four. Question number four. If you like to identify plants, here is a mnemonic. Plants in the genus Myosotis got that name because their leaves resemble the ear of a mouse and Myosotis is Greek for mouse ear. What's that you say? That's a terrible mnemonic? Well, don't worry because the name of this plant is easy to remember. What plant is that? So plants in the genus Myosotis They got that name because their leaves look like mouse ears and myosotis is Greek for mouse's ear. And like I said, perhaps you think that's a terrible mnemonic. Never fear. The name of this plant is pretty easy to remember. What is the name of that plant? Question number five. Question number five. Uh, Kentucky meat shower. Kentucky meat shower. That's a real thing. In fact, there's a whole Wikipedia page about it. Tell me, what is that Wikipedia article about? Is it A, a bourbon shot that contains pureed Slim Jim? B, Kentucky meat shower is popular Kentucky slang for the derby, specifically the end of the derby when all the horses relax and start to pee. C. It's an infamous 1876 phenomenon in which meat showered from the sky in Kentucky. Or D, it is the sequel to Debbie Does Dallas, a pornographic film. So Kentucky meat shower. What is it really? A, a bourbon shot that contains pureed slim jims. B, popular slang for the Kentucky Derby, specifically It originally referred to the very end of the derby when all the horses would pee. C, an infamous 1876 phenomenon in which meat rained down from a Kentucky sky. Or D, it's the sequel to Debbie Does Dallas. Question number six. Question number six. Uh, Elements, chemical elements. They all have names and the names usually have a story behind them. Here's a kind of stupid one. The name of this element comes from the way that we used to manufacture chemicals that contained it. What we would do was soak plant ashes in a big metal pot and then scrape the stuff that remains. So what element's name comes from the fact that to make it, we used to let plant ashes soak in a big metal pot and then scrape up the residue. Question number seven, question number seven, the Grateful Dead, man, the Grateful Dead performed a show on July 7th, 1989, and it turns out that that concert was the last ever event held at what famous Philadelphia Stadium? So a Grateful Dead concert on July 7th, 1989 was the last event ever held at what famous Philadelphia Stadium? Question number eight, question number eight, Romancing the Stone, The Jewel of the Nile, and The War of the Roses. Those are three films that all starred the same three actors in the leads. Name one of those actors and you get a point. Name two of the actors, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three lead actors from the films Romancing the Stone, The Jewel of the Nile, and The War of the Roses... If you can name all three lead actors, you get two points of extra credit. And remember, actor is gender neutral, okay? So, Romancing the Stone, The Jewel of the Nile, and The War of the Roses. They starred the same three actors in the leads. Name one of them, get a point. Name two, get a point of extra credit. And name all three, you get two points of extra credit. Don't write down more than three actors, because that's fishing and you will get no points. Question number nine. Question number nine. Which high-ranking Nazi was arrested in Argentina in 1960 after using fake identities like Ricardo Clement and Otto Ekman? So what? High-ranking Nazi was arrested in Argentina in the year 1960 after having used false identities like Ricardo Clement and Otto Ekman? And question number 10, round number two. Question number 10. Which indigenous American people call themselves the Odinoshoni, which in their language means the people of the Long House? So we call them a different name, but this indigenous American people call themselves the Odinoshoni. And that is spelled H. A U D like David E N O S A U N like Nancy E Odinoshoni It means the people of the Long House or actually it specifically means they are building a long house, but anyway, which indigenous American people call themselves that. all right let's go through all of these questions one more time and then we'll call it a round round number two question number one president obama at the white house correspondence dinner this year uh, answered the question what's the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull in a reference to his memoir dreams from my father he said a pit bull is what question number two the most translated French book ever, translated from French, was written by someone named Antoine de Saint-Exupery. What is the name of that book? Question number three. According to a hit 1963 song by The Trashmen, what is the word? For a point of extra credit, what is the name of that hit song by The Trashmen? Question number four. The genus of plants called Myosotis. That's Greek for mouse's ear. Because the leaves, they look like a mouse's ear. If you think that's a terrible mnemonic, don't worry. The name of this plant is easy to remember. What's the name of the plant? Question number Question number five. Kentucky meat shower. Kentucky meat shower. Really a thing. Is it A, a bourbon shot with pureed Slim Jim, which is a kind of jerky-ish sausage, B, it's popular slang for the Kentucky Derby. Specifically, it originally meant the very end of the race where all the horses relaxed and would spontaneously urinate. C, it's an infamous 1876 phenomenon in which meat showered down on the great state of Kentucky. Or D, it's the sequel to Debbie Does Dallas. What really is Kentucky Meat Shower? Question number six, which element's name comes from the early way that we made it? We would soak plant ashes in a big metal pot and then scrape up the residue. What element gets its name from that? Question number seven, the Grateful Dead performed a concert July 7th, 1989, and that was the last event ever held at what famous Philadelphia Stadium? Question number eight, Romancing the Stone, The Jewel of the Nile, and The War of the Roses starred the same three actors. Name one of them, you get a point. Name two of them for a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three, you get two points of extra credit. Question number nine, which high-ranking Nazi was arrested in Argentina in 1960 after using false identities like Ricardo Clement and Otto Ekman? And question number 10, which indigenous American people call themselves the Odinoshoni or the people of the long house, even though we call them something different? What is the name of that group of indigenous Americans? Alright. So, how are the kids? A little awkward. Anyway, if you want some time and you don't want to hear the answers yet, and you think that I'm blathering, press pause and unpause the answers to round number two. Round number two, question number one. President Obama said he finally knows the answer to the perennial question. What's the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull? A pit bull, he says, is delicious. (laughs) Delicious is the answer. He's taken some flack for... Mentioning that his stepfather once gave him dog to eat when they lived in Indonesia, delicious. Question number two: The most translated French book was written by Antoine de Saint Exupery. That is Le Petit Prince, Le Petit Prince, or something like that. And French people, goddamn it! In English, it's called The Little Prince. So, Le Petit Prince or The Little Prince. Either one was good for the point. Question number three. According to a hit 1963 song by The Trashman, what is the word? Bird! b b bird is the word. And for a point of extra credit, the name of that song is not Bird is the Word. It's not Bird. It's not the word. It's Surfin' Bird. Surfin' Bird. Question number four. The plant that is in the genus Myosotis which means Mouse's Ear, blah, 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 blah. The name is easy to remember. It's Forget Me Not. Forget Me Not. Question number five. Kentucky Meat Shower. What was the Kentucky Meat Shower? Well, I'll tell you, it's not, but it goddamn should be, a bourbon shot that contains a pureed Slim Jim. It's not the sequel to Debbie Does Dallas. I'm sure that film had at least one sequel. And it's not... Slang for the Kentucky Derby? No, it was an infamous 1876 phenomenon in which meat showered from the sky in Kentucky. The New York Times even reported on it. They said, ah, Mrs. Ellen Crouch was out in the yard making soap when meat, which looked like beef, began to fall around her. Two gentlemen who tasted the meat expressed the opinion that it was either mutton or venison. Uh, and they actually did send the meat to a scientist to test it, and he disagreed with them. He said it was either horse lung or human baby. I swear to God. Anyway, they think that vultures uh, threw up while they were flying over Mrs. Allen Crouch. Question number six, the element whose name comes from the early way to make it, you let plant ash soak in a big metal pot. They called the residual product Potash. And that's where we get the word potassium. Potassium. Question number seven. A Grateful Dead concert, 7789, was the last event held at JFK Stadium. And then people realize, like, holy shit, this stadium is falling apart. It was knocked down thereafter. Question number eight. Romancing the Stone. The Jewel of the Nile and The War of the Roses co-starred Michael Douglas. Kathleen Turner. And Danny DeVito. So if you put down just one of them, uh, Michael Douglas or Kathleen Turner or Danny DeVito, give yourself a point. And for every other one that you got right, give yourself a point of extra credit. Question number nine, the high-ranking Nazi who was arrested in Argentina in 1960 after having used false identities like Ricardo Clement and Otto Ekman. One of the reasons uh, he was living there 15 years after World War II was that the CIA was protecting him. That's also not a joke. His name is Adolf Eichmann. Adolf Eichmann. What a jerk. And question number 10, the indigenous American people who call themselves the Odinoshoni, even though we call them something different, the nerve. um, We call them the Iroquois, the Iroquois. And that also is French, but no one knows where it comes from. So they call themselves the Odinoshoni because they built a long house. All right, so that is it for round number two. Tally up your scores. Uh, If you didn't joke around number two or round number one, remember to joke around number three. If you forget, it will happen automatically. You don't, like, lose it, but just don't forget. It makes things easier, okay? So let's finish our game with round number three. Round number three, question number one. Round three, question one. There was a huge brouhaha in 1993, And it brought University of Penn to national prominence. Yet again, in 1993, uh, UPenn freshman Eden Jacobowitz shouted the name of an animal. It's a two-word phrase for this particular kind of animal. It's not like adjective something like shaggy dog. It's actually the name of the animal is two words long. The group of students that he shouted at were female and predominantly African-American. And he was charged with violating the school's racial harassment code. Um, U Penn said it was obviously racist because that animal comes from Africa. And his supporters pointed out, no, actually, that animal comes from Asia. But anyway, he was still prosecuted. What animal name did he call them? It's a two word phrase that is the name of a species of animal. What two word phrase is it? And just to clarify, Uh, there really is nothing explicitly racist about this. All right, so this is just a name for an animal. It's two words long, and it really has no racial connotations. Yet, UPenn freshman Eden Jacobowitz was charged with violating the university's racial harassment policy. What two-word phrase was it? Question number two. Question number two, what drink? This is like a beverage. What drink's name comes from Dutch for burnt Wine, because it's actually distilled wine. What drink's name comes from a Dutch word that means burnt wine, because to make it, you heat wine. You distill the wine to make this beverage. Which drink is that? Question number three. Question number three. Of the last four... Republican candidates for the 2012 race. So, in alphabetical order, you have Newt Gingrich, Ron Paul, Mitt Romney, and Rick Santorum. I want you to match them up with a Secret Service code name. So, in alphabetical order, the Secret Service code names are Javelin, like the thing that you throw, Petrus, that's P like Peter, E T R U S. T. Rex, like a shortened version of Tyrannosaurus Rex, and lastly, no secret service code name because this candidate doesn't think the taxpayer should have to pick up his security bill, so Newt Gingrich, Ron Paul, Mitt Romney, and Rick Santorum. Match them up with the following Secret Service code names Javelin, Petrus, T Rex, and None because the taxpayers shouldn't have to foot this bill. If you get one of them matched up correctly, you get the point. If you get two of them matched up correctly, you get a point of extra credit. And if you get all four of them matched up correctly, you get two points of extra credit. Question number four. Question number four. There is a distinctive name. It's a name that we call larvae of insects in the family geometridae, and we really don't call any other insect larva by this name. Geometridae means earth measurer. What is the name of the larvae of those insects? So, what do we call larvae of insects in the family geometridae? That is a word that means earth measurer. And this is a name that we call larvae of these insects, but not really any other insect larvae. What is it? Question number five. Question number five is about uh, something. It's an important bit of Chinese culture. Okay, so Chinese culture, as in the People's Republic of China... The thing is, Buddha jumps over the wall. Buddha jumps over the wall. What is that? Is it A, an important Chinese sketch comedy show? B, a soup made with shark fin? C, the oldest surviving work of stained glass? Or D, a traditional Chinese nursery rhyme? What is Buddha jumps over the wall? A, an important sketch comedy show. B, a soup made with shark fin. C, the oldest surviving work of stained glass. Or D, a traditional nursery rhyme. Question number six, question number six. Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson has won two different Best Actor Academy Awards. Name one of the films that netted him a Best Actor Oscar and you get a point. Name both films and you get a point of extra credit. So Jack Nicholson has won two Oscars for Best Actor. Name one of the films that he won a Best Actor for and you get a point. Name both films and you get a point of extra credit. Question number seven. Question number seven. I was walking through the supermarket, this is true, and I saw a kind of tang, like the drink, the powdered drink. The label said Tang UVA, like ultraviolet A radiation. But never fear, this was not some kind of tang-based sunscreen. Instead, it was a flavor of tang labeled in another language. Which flavor of tang was that? Tang And the next word was spelled U-V-A, like ultraviolet-A. What flavor was that? For a point of extra credit, just next to it on the shelf was a product that looked like it was called Tang China. What flavor was that? So for the point, tell me what flavor was Tang U-V-A. And for a point of extra credit, what flavor was Tang China? Question number eight, question number eight, Timequake. Timequake, it is a 1997 novel, and it was the final novel of what influential American author? Timequake, a novel from the year 1997, was the final novel of what influential American writer? Question number nine, question number nine. The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, they put out something called Morbidity and Mortality Weekly. In a recent Morbidity and Mortality Weekly from April 27th, they advised that veterinarians change their protocol for treating dogs who ate rat poison, specifically zinc phosphide. Because using the old protocol, at least four dogs Did what? So the CDC has issued a report that advises veterinarians change their procedure for treating dogs who've ingested rodenticide after at least four dogs did what? And question number 10, round number 3. Question number 10. Too soon that we must part again Round number three, question number ten. I'm going to read you some lyrics. I want you to identify the song, please. The lyrics go in part sometimes I'm overcome thinking about making love in the green grass behind the stadium with you. What song is that? Sometimes I'm overcome thinking about Making love in the green grass behind the stadium with you. Tell me the name of that song for the point, please. All right, and let's go through all of these questions. These beautifully wrought questions one last time round number three question number one there was a huge brouhaha in 1993 when a UPenn freshman named Eden Jacobowitz called a group of students the name of an animal it's the real name of a species of animal it's two words long he got into a lot of trouble the students were predominantly female and african-american and the university charged him with violating the racial harassment code um Some said it was racist because the animals come from Africa, and then others pointed out, no, actually, these animals come from Asia. What was the two word non racist phrase? Question number two Which drink's name comes from Dutch for burnt wine because it is distilled wine? Question number three Newt Gingrich, Ron Paul, Mitt Romney, and Rick Santorum. Match them up with their Secret Service code names. You got Javelin. Petrus, T-Rex, and none. If you match one of them correctly, you get a point. If you match two of them correctly, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can match all four of them correctly, you get two points of extra credit. Question number four, what do we call larvae of insects in the family Geometridae, which means earth measurers? And I did say I'm looking for a name that is pretty specific to just Geometridae. We don't really call many other insect larvae by that name. Question number five, Buddha jumps over the wall, is an important bit of Chinese culture. What is it? A, a sketch comedy show. B, a shark fin soup. C, the oldest surviving work of stained glass. Or D, a traditional Chinese nursery rhyme. Question number six, Jack Nicholson has won Best Actor for two different pictures. Name one of them, you get a point, name both, you get a point of extra credit. Question number seven, Tang-U-V-A. That's what I thought it said, but instead it was just another language for a flavor of Tang. What flavor was that? For a point of extra credit, on the shelf next to it, I thought it said Tang China. But no, it really was just a different flavor. For a point of extra credit, what flavor was that? Question number seven, the 1997 novel Timequake was the final novel of which influential American author? Question number nine, The CDC recently advised in Morbidity and Mortality Weekly that veterinarians change their standard operating procedure for treating dogs who eat rodenticide after at least four dogs did what? And question number ten, identify the song that has these lyrics. Sometimes I'm overcome thinking about making love in the green grass behind the stadium with you. What song is that? Alright, so you know the deal. Uh, if you didn't Joker, round one or round two, round three will automatically Joker for you, but remember to do it so you can keep track of shit. And if you don't want to hear me babbling on and on, and you want some time to think, press pause. And unpause the answers to round number three, our third and final round. The Brouhaha in 1993 that brought UPen to national prominence yet again. Um, Eden Jacobowitz stuck his head out a window. Here's the thing. Many other students were actually yelling horrible racist things, but Eden Jacobowitz was the only one who admitted to yelling something when the cop showed up. So, of course, many, many other people were yelling terrible, hateful things, but he got charged with violating the racial harassment policy after calling the group of women water buffalo water buffalo that's the term that he used question number 2 the drink whose name comes from dutch for burnt wine because it is distilled wine the dutch word is brandy wine probably pronounced a little bit goofier than that but brandy brandy is the name of that beverage question number 3 let's see uh javelin i know you might think that rick santorum would pick the most phallic of those names to be his because you know, but what he picked instead was uh the name of Jesus' most faithful disciple, Petrus. So Santorum is Petrus. Ah, uh, you'd think that the multimillionaire would say the taxpayers didn't have to pick up the tab, but no, that was the littlest libertarian, Ron Paul. Ron Paul does not have a Secret Service code name because he rejected Secret Service protection. Also, ah. Uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney named himself after a car, a muscle car, manufactured by AMC, the company that his dad used to run. So he picked Javelin. And Newt Gingrich, who knew, is a huge fan of glam rock. So he picked a T-Rex. So if you matched uh, Gingrich to T-Rex, or Ron Paul to No Name, or Mitt Romney to Javelin, or Rick Santorum to Petrus, if you match just one of them, you get got a point If you match two of them, you get a point of extra credit. And if you matched all four, that was worth two points of extra credit. Question number four, the rather exclusive name that we call larvae of insects in the family Geometridae. That means earth measurer. It looks like they're measuring the earth. That's why we name them the inchworm. Inchworm. I wonder, does the noun inch come from the verb to inch or vice versa? Question number five. Question number five. Buddha jumps over the wall. What is that? It's not the oldest surviving stained glass work, although I'm sure that the Chinese invented stained glass. Uh, It's not a nursery rhyme. Uh, I'm also pretty sure that the Chinese probably invented that. And although I'm sure that the Chinese first invented the sketch comedy show, it's not that. It's B. It's a shark fin soup. It's a soup that reputedly smells so good. Even a Buddhist monk, who is vegetarian, would jump over the wall of his monastery to escape and eat the soup. So it's a soup. C. Question number six, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson has won a Best Actor for As Good As It Gets and for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. If you got one of them, you got a point. If you got both, you got a point of extra credit. Question number seven, Tang U-V-A. That's actually just Grape Tang. Grape Tang. Tang. And for a point of extra credit, Tang China. What flavor is Tang China? It has nothing to do with a panda flavoring. Tang China is orange. Orange. Maybe Mandarin orange. I don't know. I can't read Spanish, but orange was good enough for a point of extra credit. Question number eight, Timequake. The 1997 novel Timequake was the last novel of Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut. And I really want to get a tattoo of the drawing he did of an asshole. Kurt Vonnegut. Question number nine. Question number nine. The CDC advised on April 27, 2012, that veterinarians change their procedure for treating dogs who've eaten rodenticide. The old procedure was to feed them a lot of hydrogen peroxide there in the veterinarian's office, except four different dogs upon being fed that. Produced poisonous gas. They produced the poison gas phosphine. Um, now, the CDC says, you should take the dogs outside and stand upwind of them. So they emitted poisonous gases, or they poisoned the vets, or something like that. But don't worry, it was just a mild poisoning. And question number 10, sometimes I'm overcome. Think about making love in the green grass Behind the stadium with you, I grew up going to Catholic school, which meant I heard that song at Catholic school dances, which meant I heard the version of the song that didn't say that. The way I heard it was, sometimes I'm overcome, thinking about laughing and a-running, hey, hey. Behind the stadium with you, it's brown-eyed girl. Brown-eyed girl. So that's it for our game. Tally up your scores. Remember, jokering does not work on bonus points. And hopefully we have a winner. Congratulations, winner. But if we don't, let's do a tiebreaker. All right, this is the way that tiebreakers work in this game. I'm going to ask you a question that has a numerical answer. And whoever is tied, both of you will have at least 30 seconds to write down an answer. Whichever team comes closer, either over or under, I don't care. Whichever team comes closer to the right number will win the game. Now, There is a specific exception. If we have a secondary tie, right, one team is over by a certain amount and the other team is under by that same exact amount, in that special circumstance, showcase showdown rules kick in and the point will go to the lesser guess, all right? So you can go over or under, but if there's a secondary tie, the game goes to the under guess. So this is your tiebreaker question. Bluey the dog. Bluey is the Guinness World Record holder for the oldest dog ever. Tell me how old was Bluey when he died? All right, so you'll have until I'm done with my credits to answer that question. How old was Bluey the dog, the Guinness World Record holder for oldest dog ever? How many years old? So anyway, thank you if you're not tie-breaking. Thank you for listening. As always, I appreciate your feedback, so please shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. That's the number three, W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com, threewayquizzo. Also, if you want some bonus materials, we got some bonus episodes as well as answer sheets that you can print out at home to use to play the game and to keep track of the scores and shit, Uh, drop me a line. I'll set you up with that, threewayquizzo at gmail.com. Oh, what else? Thank you again to Steve at New Music Transmission for the intros. Thank you, Steve. I really do appreciate it. And if you guys like new music and you like podcasts, you should listen to his podcast. It's called New Music Transmission. Look for it on iTunes. And finally, there's still no rating for this podcast anywhere, so if you could take a brief moment to rate it somewhere, iTunes, uh, dig, duh, is there a Zoom Marketplace? Something like that. Why not? Make my butthole pucker in excitement. Leave a comment somewhere. Uh, and finally, before I send you off, let's do the answer to the tiebreaker question. The tiebreaker question was Bluey, the oldest dog in the world. How old was he when he died? He died a long time ago at the age of 29 years. He was 29 years and some change. 29 years and God That's like 200 in dog years. All right, so think about that, won't you? And tune in again next week, won't you? I will. Bye.